On today's episode, I speak to the dangers of overvaluing certain healthcare products that may seem innocent and helpful, but if you overvalue them to the point you become dependent on them, then you are just getting yourself further and further down the chronic pain rabbit hole. Sound interesting? Want to learn more? Then keep on listening. I'm Nichelle Thompson. Welcome to Everything is About Your Health the podcast. I believe one of the most important things you can do for yourself is to be open-minded to learn, to learn about different professions out there in the world that links to your health either directly and indirectly. For instance, I operate a manual osteopathy and cold laser clinic in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. For those not familiar with manual osteopathy, it takes a holistic whole body approach to healthcare. It uses manual hands-on techniques to improve all aspects of the body, including the skeleton, joints, muscles, nerves, circulation, connective tissue, as well as organs. Internal functions like metabolism, respiration, and reproduction can also be improved without the use of drugs. Here at Heat Therapy, Holistically Elite Active Therapy, we utilize BioFlex cold laser units to help accelerate healing on a cellular level. It is a light-based technology proven to be highly effective in the treatment of musculoskeletal problems and wound healing. We have had many success stories with this technology. People have avoided surgeries, reduced and eliminated medication, and reduced or eliminated all sorts of pain. So please, join us on this journey as we interview all sorts of professions and how they link to your health, either directly and indirectly. We are diving into lower back pain and common questions that I get asked. This podcast came out of inspiration recently with clients asking me about certain products for their back, such as SI joint compression belts and other devices that give you traction. So what that means is it actually helps to separate and spread out the vertebra to give space to the disc, which therefore would and should alleviate pain, especially if you have a disc. And you know what, guys, I'm in the business of if it works, perfect, whatever works that makes you feel better, um, you know, to a certain extent, I am all game for it or game for it. But when we have to delve into the mechanics of what is actually going on, we first have to identify the actual problem because there's no point of just trying to cover up a problem if you don't actually deal with the issue that caused it in the first place. So what do I mean by that? So the product that a certain client of mine sent me a video of was in regards to a belt that you would wrap around your waist with Velcro and with pumping it up with air, it would fill up and give the back some separation, which would therefore cause a pressure difference, which would then suck the disc that was bulged out back into the spine. Theoretically, yes, that would work. However, it's not necessarily going to be good for you long term. And what I mean by that is you didn't just get a disc herniation. An injury doesn't just happen. There is some sort of force or mechanism and whatnot that created that issue. And the reason uh, the disc happened to protrude in that specific segment 
that is the question that we have to ask why because you know you yeah sure maybe didn't lift with the best technique and that created pressure at that certain point okay well why was that point in your back weak and why did the disc not shoot right out the back what's most common is a disc will either shoot out to the back left or the back right side so why is that why did that happen that is kind of the question it's not really a matter of does this product work or what do you think about this product and whatnot the real question should be what can i do to keep my body moving as best as possible with the right mobility the right flexibility and the right strength to maintain good postural alignment so that i can perform movements and exercises and maneuvers without any fear of becoming injured because at the end of the day if you have pain and if it's kind of come on slowly and gradually and it builds up to something that gets worse and worse and worse, that is some sort of a maneuver that your body was doing incorrectly for depending how often you are doing it for days to weeks to months, sometimes even years. And that is what needs to be corrected. So what tends to happen is people begin to overvalue certain things in rehab like tens or ice and heat, kinesiology tape, uh, these traction belts for example. However, they tend to undervalue actually finding the root cause of the problem, training, strengthening, establishing balance, establishing core strength, etc, etc. So you see what, what I'm getting at here. And and I don't want to discourage you from getting these products because again, I'm in the business of whatever works, get that done awesome, but just don't overvalue them. You have to be very cautious. So what do you do if you have a disc injury? If you were to type in any video on YouTube and you were to search in the search bar, you know, exercise for disc herniations, the most common exercise you will see are known as sphinx positions. So that's when you lie on your stomach and you go up onto your elbows and rest your chin in your hands. And this is causing a back bending type of position. So this is called extension of the back. And this theoretically is, so imagine a disc like a jelly donut. Okay. So if you smash down with your fist on the table, the donut's on the table and you're smashing down the donut with your fist, the jelly is going to explode out the other side. Okay. So if you theoretically push down a little bit on the donut on one side and the jelly you see starts to protrude a little bit, that's kind of like your disc. But if you start to push on the other side where the jelly is coming out of and you push back down, well, the jelly will go back in. So when you're doing these extension exercises, you are theoretically putting the um, disc back in. Now, here's the catch. Sometimes people will have pain with this and students oftentimes coming out of school, they get confused or maybe therapists who aren't that knowledgeable or comfortable with treating backs can get confused and discouraged because in their head, they're thinking, well, this is what I was taught in school. 
And this is theoretically what you have to do. And why isn't it working? Why aren't you getting pain? If anything, you should be getting pain relief from doing this. Well, my first question is, are the tissues of the joints aligned properly? You know, because we have two joints on either side of the spine. These are called facet joints. So if you're not driving or whatever, you can look this up on the internet, even your phone, and you say facet joints of the spine, F-A-C-E-T-S, facet joints, facets, joints of the spine, you'll see pictures and images of what I'm talking about. So these joints, depending on the positioning of the vertebra, can get jammed, for lack of a better term, okay? So if you get stuck in whatever rotation that you were injured in or something that happened a long time ago when you fell on your tailbone and you caused jarring up your spine and you changed the positioning and the muscles kind of tensed up and sort of kept it there, you guys kind of get the idea of what I'm saying. So... If you imagine that your spine isn't in the correct alignment, so when you go up into extension, of course that is going to give you some pain and issue because you're literally pinching that area. It's no longer gliding smoothly. It's actually getting jammed at that specific segment in the back. So this is when you'd want to go to some sort of physical therapist, manual osteopath, athletic therapist, physiotherapist, chiropractor, massage therapist who has knowledge with treating the lower backs and is aware of the mechanics of the back. They're called FRS, ERS. So this stands for extension side bend, um, rota- or, um, sorry, rotation side bend and flexion rotation side bend. Okay. So essentially... When we are in these dysfunctions, we have to determine, is it stuck in a flexion dysfunction or is it stuck in an extension dysfunction? And all this fancy terminology is just to understand how the joints in your spine are actually moving and what we do if they're knowledgeable in muscle energy techniques as you perform these specific techniques to get the body moving back how it should And then all of a sudden now when they're doing these extensions, it's a lot more comfortable. They don't have any pain. There's no issues. Okay, so why did I just tell you this? What's the point? Well, the point of the matter is if you were to just put on a simple traction belt or to just use ice or to just use kinesio tape, did the mechanics that are improper Did those all of a sudden just magically return back to normal how they should? No. No, they didn't. Because all you did, I don't know if you guys ever seen Big Daddy with Adam Sandler, but when the kid made a mess on the floor, he just covered it up with newspaper, right? And and it's, it's comedy, right? So like we wouldn't do this in real life. But essentially, that's sometimes how we treat things in, in physical therapy, when things become a little bit, um, you know, you kind of brush things under the carpet. And you just, you know, prescribe pain medications for this. Just rest here. Just do this. Just do that. Instead of actually trying to solve the actual problem, then strengthen around that. Because here's the other issue. If you never corrected that problem and you just waited it out and you rested for three odd months until you your body sort of healed itself to the point where you were able to move again because the inflammation finally got down enough... Now, if you're like, Kate, I'm going to strengthen things back up and whatever, whatever. Well, you're now strengthening your body in that improper alignment. 
with those improper mechanics. So essentially what you are doing, if you're not careful and don't know what you're doing, you are going to be strengthening your weaknesses. Because here's the thing about the body. The body's very smart. It's intelligent. We were designed to survive. And that is with perfect mechanics or without at the end of the day, the goal is to survive. So if your body can figure out how to compensate, even though it's improper mechanics, but you don't feel pain to your mind and your brain, that's good enough because you're surviving and you're fulfilling the body's purpose. You are living. You didn't die. Great. Perfect. We got it. However, that's not really the case in, in the society. It's not like we're trying to you know, run from any bears or, or lions or, or anything anymore. And, and we live now to um, significant ages compared to what we used to. Well, the body has a lot more time now to wear and tear. So if we don't take care of our bodies and we don't try to maintain proper mechanics, you know, and, and because we're just like a car. I'm sure a lot of you have heard this in the before from multiple therapists is our car our bodies are very much like cars you need mechanical maintenance you need to take it to a mechanic and get maintenance you need to have an oil change you need to rotate your tires you need to change your tires sometimes sometimes you need to change parts and in general you need to get a new battery etc etc and your body is no difference except you only get one body you know, sometimes you can do surgeries and actually replace a knee, replace a hip, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what would be even better? Taking care of your body in the first place so you don't even have to go through that and risk death. Yes, because guys, ultimately, the results of surgeries is potentially death. You know, a lot of people, especially in the Americas, in North America specifically, clients will talk to me sometimes like they're, you're, they're getting a surgery as if they're going out to lunch. Like, oh, you know, I got to get surgery, this and that. But surgery is serious. And when it's absolutely necessary because you are in a motor vehicle accident, your guts are hanging out, well, yeah, you need to have surgery to get that, you know, set back in place because otherwise you're dying anyways. But if you could have prevented a knee uh, wearing and tearing or a hip wearing and uh, tearing, you know, uh, and breaking apart, well, then why wouldn't you have? The problem is we're not educated. But right away, what people will try to argue with, and this is some food for thought for you to think about and maybe even share with other people, right, is when people are like, oh, you know, it's in the family, it's in the family, osteoarthritis, this and that. Okay, well, why is it just your knee then that's giving you the problem? Or why is it just that, that one hip? Why, why is that just giving you the problem? If, if it was, you know, completely hereditary, because I'm not denying that to some extent it is, depending on conditions that you have. Um, I, however, I deem it to be more related to the environment that you were brought up in and therefore how you live as a human being because of habits that you observed. But basically, if it's only that one knee, well, technically, if it was truly hereditary, why isn't it both knees? or both hips, or all of your joints? Why is it just the one? Well, if you listen back into past podcasts, you'll understand and begin to understand that typically it's because of some sort of biomechanical misalignment that has caused you to put a little bit more pressure and more weight on that one side that prematurely wore down that articulating cartilage 
in the joint and that is what has now caused an issue because you wore through all that cartilage from years of putting 60% of your weight on that one knee and now it's to the point where it's bone on bone and that's when you have the pain and that's where the term osteoarthritis comes into. Osteoarthritis is a degenerative change, meaning the articulating cartilage, the cartilage that doesn't have a lot of nerve and blood supply, you don't notice when you're wearing it down because it doesn't have a lot of nerve and blood supply. You don't feel it until you wear it down to the point you're bone on bone, which has a lot of blood and nerve supply, and that's when you feel it and that's why it's painful. So to sum things up really quickly, because I'm running out of time here, the food for thought and the overall takeaway note of this podcast today is don't overvalue certain health products on the market. They can be helpful and aid in the initial forms of recovery, but do not rely on these products long-term or expect they are going to solve your problem. Because just because they take away your pain doesn't mean it's fixing you. There's a difference between having perfect alignment and strengthening around that and becoming pain-free than just resting and rest because your body has had that stimulus taken away that caused the injury in the first place. So if you were to just go back into your sport or to your old habits, it's going to come back anyways. So try to treat the cause, fix the problem, get mobility where you need mobility, where you lost it, Try to increase flexibility where you're lacking. Strengthen where you need to strengthen. Establish your balance. Establish your core. And remember, motion is lotion. People literally have pain because not enough movement. And the other end of the spectrum can be just as dramatic when you do repetitive, excessive patterns of movement that cause repetitive strain or injuries thank you very much everybody for listening if you have any questions like always please email me i leave my email in the description below and if you're listening to this podcast and you find value out of it and things just make sense to you and you're learning please take a screenshot of this tag me in it post it on your social media i would love to comment and give you my thanks um, for, for listening to this And that's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast if you found it to be educational and know someone who would benefit. This is Nichelle Thompson on Everything is About Your Health, the podcast.